Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Man on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Right here on Fancy Free and Footloose Radio Free Brooklyn. Yep. Even though we are uh, recording in radio expensive Manhattan. <laughs> um, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, come together once a week. Over a single topic, mm-hmm. and from that single topic blooms a garden of ideas. Yeah. And with that garden of ideas, we plant the beginnings uh-huh. of your millions. That's right. Look, dare I say, billions? Huh. <laughs> dare I say... I feel like one of our listeners is going to become the first trillionaire. Probably. Like, out of the blue, everyone's saying, like, oh, it's going to be Gates or it's going to be uh, Buffett or, you nope. know, one of these guys. You guys are like, one of you guys is just going to shoot to the top yep. super quick. You're going to, like, come out of nowhere. Like, like, and then this guy. It was Becky from the block. <laughs> yep. Becky from the block. Yep. Um, and uh, we asked for nothing up front. I Joey mean, bag of donuts. Talk suddenly. about getting, talk about getting value for your money. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, <clears throat> from tiny financial acorns, acorns grow mighty financial orcs. Orcs. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're not like the. Uh, I'm going to call some people out. Okay. I'm gonna call some Nobody knows who these people are, but you. You know. <clears throat> Apparently, well, I do this show, and I don't even know who most of these people. Well, are. Well, because you don't do what I do, but there are a lot of people out there who know who these people are. Okay. Because I look at their subscriber lists. Okay. Uh, you know, you I look cross at their, reference. I do. I cross reference. You know, I mean, this Grant Cardone guy's got a lot of subscribers, man. You know where <clears throat> I've heard of Grant Cardone? Where you. The Cardone Zone, <laughs> the 10X Experience. Uh-huh. There's all these guys, you know, having now listened to all of these guys from Daniel Alley, from the worst of them to sort of the, to you know, from Daniel Alley on the lower end mm-hmm. and some other guys on the lower end, one of who you'll hear today, um, billionaire PA, um, you know, who do their TEDx talks to bump up their motivational financial speaking uh, to the mid-level guys who are making a lot of money, like yeah. the Grant Cardones and the Gary Vaynerchucks and those guys, all the way up to like the Tony Robbinses. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, they all their method essentially, right? What the stuff you actually have to learn mm-hmm. is all the same. Yeah, it's all get a mentor, right? Uh, Give uh, them money. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, you know, their but their message is entirely the same. Yeah. It's really ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's like they all say the same thing. Sure. You know, school is for fools. Mm-hmm. Read a book every day. You know, uh, uh, you got to want, 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 want. Mm-hmm. It's it's just you know, 
They all say the same thing. The message is exactly the same. They just deliver it slightly differently. But they're all just pumped up. And it's amazing how many of them are also like jacked up looking kind of like roid users. Sure. You know, they're all like 40 and 50 year old dudes who have way too many muscles. Yeah. Weight like you, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> fucking roid raging freak. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I got pimples on the back. Squeeze them. Um. Uh, uh, yeah, so you get those millions. We don't ask for anything up front like any of those people that I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. We don't sit there and tell you you have to uh, come to our seminar in Tahiti and it costs you thousands and thousands of dollars. Nope. We don't tell you that if you're not making money off of this first level that you purchase, you're going to have to move up to the second level mm-hmm. or the third level. We're no one-size-fits-all everybody's the same. We understand. We don't make you walk on coals. We don't. We understand that everyone's different. Your motivations are different. Yeah. The things you love, need, want in this world are different. Yeah. Things that interest you are different. Yeah. And so we just try to cover the gamut, man. Eventually, something that we put out there Bang. is going to light a fire yeah. under your genitals, yeah. get you to jump off your chair and go, Bazinga! Yeah. I'm going to get rich. And you go out there and you get extraordinarily wealthy. Like, you know, it's almost it's easy because you're so motivated Mm -hmm. because it's like I should have been doing this a million years ago. Yep. It's not work. It's joy. Okay. It's joy. And then Uh like you take our idea and six months later, you're like Scrooge McDuck in it swimming in the vault. Of all your cash, you're like the most comfortable I have, bed I ever slept on uh-huh. was just a mattress that was stuffed with hundred dollar bills. Boom, and you're just sleeping on. You don't. You have so much money. You're like uh, El Chapo. Yeah. You're like uh, I can't remember his name now. The guy from uh, Colombia, the original cartel. Okay. Guy. Yeah. Whatever. Um, where y- you run out of places to hide all to stuff all this cash. You got so much money. You forget where you put it because you've got so many burial holes around your property. Yeah. Then at that point, say six months from when you start, you find the idea that you like. Yep. Then and only then, you say to yourself, man, without Josh and Noel, man. I wouldn't have any of this. I got money to spare now, spare. like more than enough. Everyone, my whole family's taken care of. I'm paying off all the debts of my state. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm working on paying down the country's uh, deficit. Mm-hmm. You know, $3 trillion's a lot of money. But I got money, like, I'm eating money now. Yeah. I'm shitting out $100 bills. Boom. $1,000 bills. Yeah. $10,000 bills. Wow. <laughs> $100,000 bills. Oh. Million dollar bills. I, I need a doctor. <laughs> Quarters. Ooh. And uh, then and only then, Noel. Yeah. You say, I owe these guys something. <laughs> yep. Yep. Only then. After you're a millionaire, trillionaire, billionaire, whatever it may be, whatever your personal path takes you to, you get to the end of that path and you look back at your life. And the success that you have become. And you say, you know what? I see at points there was three sets of footprints. Why is that? Wow. (laughs) 
That's because Josh and Noel brought you down that path, and That's you right. can't forget. So you got to reach in your pocket and tithe us ten percent of everything you made. Made, or we will haunt you. No, we won't haunt you. We might. It's after Halloween. It's too late. Yeah, we're still waiting on that money. Yes, Universal Studios. Come on, still waiting on that money. Boom, Apple, give it. We're still waiting on that money. Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut. You know who you are. Yeah, you know what companies you are that have taken ideas, big ones, like minutes after we put them out. So fast, within a week. Yeah, we're seeing that they're being implemented. <laughs> yeah. To, to the point where it's like, how could they have done it so quick? How could they have made an entire feature film and distributed it Yeah, in a week? Yeah. But they can do it. They probably listen to our time travel episode. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe they listen to our Illuminati episode. Yes. Anyway, guys. Anyway. Uh, I haven't seen Noel in a... God. Seems like a week now. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> <laughs> um... So I guess I got to ask you. Okay. How you doing, Noel? I am doing pretty good. Yeah, you got a story for me? I got something for you. Do you? Yeah. What's it about? Well, you know, I used to go around a lot. Uh, I don't do it as much anymore. But I used to, on a nice weekend day, if I didn't have a lot to do, Mm -hmm. to make something to do, I would get my camera, Mm -hmm. roam the hood, Mm-hmm. Take pictures of stuff. Yeah, bad pictures. No, good pictures. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I wouldn't know. And I, never uh, I took a lot of pictures <clears throat> of a graffiti, but there's only so much of that you can take. These days. I got everything in the neighborhood taken. Uh, so a lot of what I would take would be I'd go to Washington Square Park and take pictures of squirrels. Oh, I thought you were going to say children. No. <laughs> no. I'm not just walking around taking snaps of other nope, people's just kids. just taking kids. Oh, yeah. A lot of what I would take is children. I would just walk yeah. around Washington Square Park and go, I don't see anyone with that one. Yeah. And then Leave a picture, take a kid. There there you go. That's a good trade-off. Yeah. If I had a kid, <laughs> I would probably trade it for a photo. That's a why good photo. we're all lucky you don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I would take a lot of pictures of the squirrels. And in particular, there's one part of the park that had a lot more. It's now been cut down to, like, a large stump. Since they uh, did the refurb? Well, no, the tree got sick. But there was one tree that was, like, super bumpy and crazy looking Mm -hmm. that the squirrels loved. And uh, was just a great place to see squirrels and take pictures of squirrels. Mm -hmm. And um, one time I was there. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was taking some pictures of some squirrels, and uh, a park woman, not a not an employee, just a person hanging in the park. A woman in the park who I had seen a many times woman. in the park. It's why I'm calling her a park woman. <laughs> Did she have leaves coming out of her hair? Was she, <laughs> she like, might as well? Was she like a park nymph? Yes. Did she just disappear into the trees periodically? Periodically. Uh-huh. Uh, so she comes up to me and she's like, "Oh, I can see you like the squirrels." I'm like, yeah, yeah, I like squirrels, which I do. I really like squirrels. Okay. Um, And uh, so she's like, yeah, you know, us squirrel people. <laughs> 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 and and uh, she's talking about how, you know, she works with a couple people, and they come, and they feed the squirrels mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, make sure that they've got enough to eat. 
and then she's like, "You want to see? I've got, I got a a baby squirrel." Oh wow! <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, let's like see. her own baby squirrel that she rescued. It rescued it, right? Yeah. So she's it like, rescued I, it. I found it, uh, and I I needed to save it. So she had a squirrel wrapped in a pair of her underwear, <laughs> <laughs> like swaddled in her underwear uh, that she was like feeding with a bottle. And it was really cute, but it was uh-huh. like, really? You're walking around with a squirrel wrapped in your panty? <laughs> you may or may not remember this. Uh-huh. But, uh, and again, because my memory is so bad, I can't remember his name. Uh, Bernard Getz, okay. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember Bernard Getz yeah. was, he was infamous for being the uh, subway shooter. Yeah. Who basically got off after killing, uh, I mean, granted, they were trying to rob him, et cetera, et cetera. But he carried a pistol with him, uh, intending... Yeah. To uh, wait for someone to try to rob him so he could shoot them. Yeah. And he shot, I think, was it four kids? Something like that, yeah. Four or five kids who were mugging him. Uh, uh, and it was huge news in New York. This was right in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But after Bernie got out of jail, because he was in jail for a short while, um, he dedicated his he was dedicating his life to rehabbing rescue squirrels. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what he was doing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah, that, there was a whole feature on him where they just showed him with using like eyedroppers, feeding little baby squirrels uh, and stuff like that. He, he, I guess, he never heard of the uh, wrap up in your old underwear technique. Uh, he, you know, he may have. I didn't. You know, we didn't go into that. Um, you know, but it seems like he probably he was the kind of guy that had a lot of old underwear. Yeah. So he may very well have done that. But you know, his old underwear may have been still being used. So, you know, wrapping squirrels up and it may not have been the best thing for yeah. him. Um, and you'd have to be every when every you'd show anyone just be like, oh, that's stripes from the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a friend who lives out in Jersey City. Uh-huh. And his house, you know, he's in one of those situations where it's sort of like being in Queens. We got a little like three family house and a little yard and it butts right up against another three family house with uh-huh. a little yard. And they're friendly, the neighbors, or he and his neighbors are friendly, and they uh, they share, the, they, they sort of, even though they have their own two separate little backyards, they sort of leave it open mm-hmm. so they can, you know, because he's got two kids, everyone have barbecues, they can sort of invite a good amount of people, and everyone can sort of just use the back area. Um, but the neighbor has an irrational, like genuinely irrational verging on like psychotic hatred of squirrels. What? I don't know where it comes from. Uh uh and he was planting his little he was doing like a little backyard farm mm-hmm. in his plot there. The squirrels were eating stuff and he was losing his shit. And he started concocting his own like insane poison mixture to kill these squirrels. Oh. And so one day my friend goes out, and there's like five or six squirrels just dead <sighs> in the backyard. And he's really kind of upset about it. And he goes over, and he knocks on his neighbor's door, and he's like, these squirrels are now all dead in my backyard. I really am not crazy about this whole thing. I don't have a problem with squirrels, but get them off of my backyard. I'm not going to pick them up. I don't yeah. know what poisons you used. Yeah. And the guy went, and he had on big, heavy gloves, and he took some tongs, like kitchen tongs, uh-huh. and he went and he grabbed the first squirrel by the tail and lifted it up, and the 
carcass, the body of the squirrel literally slid out of the fucking fur. (laughs) And he was holding up just this empty fur. And he did it with all five of them, and they all did the same thing. What the? I don't know what he put in this poison that he was trying to kill these things with, because he literally just concocted like the most deadly shit in the world and then shoved it in food for these things to eat. He's a monster. You know, I got to tell you. Unlike squirrels. Whenever anyone te- I love squirrels. And whenever okay. anyone is like, I can I can get it if they're not your thing. But if anyone that you'd say, <laughs> squirrel, they're like, squirrels, they're just like rats. Squirrels are the worst. He sees it's them like, as vermin. You're a monster. He sees them as vermin. Yeah. Well. I think it depends on how you grew up. You know what I mean? I like bunnies, but I know people like who grew up on farms mm-hmm. that rabbits, they fucking hate them. <clears throat> And they will, like, if they see a rabbit, they will just kill it. Like, they have no problem killing a rabbit. Oh, that upset you. I'm sorry. I don't like this guy. <laughs> One bit. <laughs> One bit. That's like serial killer. Like, oh, he started with the squirrels. <laughs> and then he moved on to onto women. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you start hearing about women that are found, <coughs> yeah. that their skin has slid yeah, off of Jersey their bodies City. in Jersey City or the surrounding areas, uh, you know, then you'll know where to go. There were just those women in the Hudson. Yeah, they were tied together. They were. They still had their skin on. Yeah, to look more like a squirrel. The thought is right now that they committed suicide. Really? Yeah. Really? They're, they're two Saudi sisters who were over here in America with their brother, visiting their brother. Uh-huh. They're sisters. One was uh, 16, the younger one was 16, the older one was 20, uh-huh. and they had actually, the, when they got over here, they applied for asylum, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know why, like their parents didn't even know that they were applying for, as- applying for asylum, but there was, uh, uh, a, you know, post-investigation, they've, there's no sign of trauma to the bodies, and the cause of death is just water inhalation. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they drown basically. Yeah. But there's no sign that anyone touched them. Well, how'd they tie themselves to each other? They, you can't, they didn't tie themselves. It was duct they tape. They applied for asylum probably to get rid away from whatever maniac in their family killed them. Well, uh, no, see, I'm betting it's more like they applied for asylum to get away from Saudi Arabia and from their parents. And, uh, they probably were informed by their parents that they were coming home and that they were going to be forced to come home and they committed suicide. Yeah. That would be my guess. Yeah. That's what happened to that guy in the embassy, too, in Turkey. No, that's a totally different thing. He, the t- guy, he, he was, strangled himself and yeah, chopped his own he head off. beat himself up, chopped his own head off, and cut himself up into small pieces to, ki- to make it more convenient for them to dispose of his body. They're saying now that as soon as he walked in the consulate, yeah, they, they just strangled him. him. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, you know that this is all true, that, that this is what happened, mm-hmm. because... Turkey has also apparently has all sorts of bugs in this. Like if this is coming from Turkish intelligence, which mm-hmm. the information is, yeah, they're not going to spit this shit out if they don't actually know for a fact what happened. Oh yeah, there's recordings of it apparently. Yeah, yeah. and and why are there recordings? Because the oh, yeah. Turkish it's secret not service is wearing an an <laughs> exactly. Apple Watch that has the best Bluetooth connection ever and goes through a cement wall and. Uh-huh. A, Hundred yards across the street and still has a connection to the phone. Yeah, that's not what happened. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, no. Anyway, 
all of these stories yeah are about crazy government secret yeah, squirrel stuff which is perfect because today's topic is today's topic is squirrels mm-hmm. how to get your nut and hide it for a long luxurious <laughs> winter ahead wow that was terrible that was awesome no you needed you you, uh, you had so many ways to go with that and i feel like you just you lost it get there. your nut yeah start a good start I already gave out the acorn oak tree. Okay. Anyway, Noel. So squirrels. Squirrels, guys. How are you going to get rich off of Well, them? I'm going to tell you. Squirrel fact first. Let's find a good one. <laughs> you are lagging today, no, my friend. No, I'm not. Uh, baby squirrels will only pee and poop in their mother's mouth so that the mother can dispose of the waste outside of the nest. In order to keep predators from smelling the scent. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> that is straight up disgusting. It is. When I said I was shocked when I read that fact. <laughs> when I said you when you said I have squirrel facts uh-huh. to throw in, and I said, Oof, that'll be boring. And you're like, No, that's or I said that'll be terrible. There'll be no good squirrel. And you're like, No, there's tons of good squirrel facts. That is not a good squirrel fact. <laughs> that, that is a disgusting is the squirrel one fact. That like that I read, and I was like, "Oh, I should copy these down." <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, guys. Squirrels. So, do you think when people yeah. rescue the little baby ones when they're like little pink they hairless things, poo in their they mouth. Let them, yeah, the rescuer lets this them pee and poo in their did. mouth. She was way into squirrels. I bet you Bernard Getz did. Yeah, but that was his thing. Yeah, sure. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, guys. How are we making money off of that, Noel? I'm telling you right now. Squirrels. Found on every continent except for Australia and Antarctica. There are 285 species of squirrels. Mm-hmm. Estimates of a global squirrel population. Somewhere around 4 billion squirrels. Wow. Do you more know that? S- more squirrels than humans. Nope. How many humans are there? There's like a lot more than that. Really? Yeah. Is there? Oh, yeah. Okay. We're, <laughs> we're up there, dude. All right. <laughs> China's got a billion. Yeah. India's... India's got a billion and a half. Do they have that many now? Yeah. I thought they were just under a billion. No, they're over a billion. Okay. We have a third of a billion. <clears throat> yeah. And then after us? Or half a billion. What do we have? I think we're at like 640-some-odd million. So what, do you think there's no one else in the world? No, I think there are other people in the world, but, you know, those are the three biggies. I feel like every, you know. Yeah, there's four four guys in Iceland. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No. Sure. Iceland is not a big country. All right. You know, you go to, you got a lot of countries where there's like fewer people than in states in this country. Well, there's definitely some countries probably out there with fewer people than squirrels because there are four billion squirrels uh-huh uh they range in size between five inches yeah for the african pygmy squirrel mm-hmm. to three feet for the indian indian giant squirrel is that what your lady calls your wiener <laughs> the indian giant squirrel no the african pygmy squirrel <laughs> oh waka waka Huh? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Here we have the eastern gray squirrel is the predominant squirrel around here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They're famous in Norse legend as a mischief maker. I got another fact that actually touches on that one. In Nordic mythology, uh, this is just a sidebar. Mm-hmm. Radha Stoker, 
was a squirrel whose sole job was to carry insulting messages between a great eagle and a dragon on opposite <coughs> ends of Yagrasal, the great world tree. <coughs> wow. I thought that was pretty funny. That's I don't know what's funny about it. I like the idea behind it, though. Yeah. Uh, a little over 7.5 billion people in the world, by the way. Okay, there you go. China, 1.383. Boom. And they have the most. Okay. Anyway. Uh... Native Americans also saw the squirrel as a little rascal. Easy to see why. They love <clears> running <throat> around and jumping from branch to branch and being awesome. They're, <laughs> right? Uh, I, uh, if they think someone or some other squirrel is looking at them, they'll dig fake holes to pretend to bury their acorns mm-hmm. to throw off would-be thieves. Yep. They're great. Squirrels gather and hide a lot of acorns and other food. A lot. Mm-hmm. Right? Just watching them, you can see that. It's pretty much what they do. Other than being cute, getting food from people in the park, mm-hmm. chasing each other around. Mm-hmm. That's probably either something to do with mating or food, though, that too. Is there a, a nutritional value to acorns for humans? Do humans eat acorns? Yes, they do. They do. Okay. Yep. Um, What do they do with them? They storm away for a rainy day. Or winter. Or a cold day. Yeah. Exactly. But also a rainy day. Okay. They'll they'll uh, collect some food and go in their nest and not leave their nest for four days at a time. Oh, that's like me. Yeah, it is. It's like you. Only you just get or you just order just food. It's seem- seamless. Food. Yeah. Oh, we should make that's what I should have made is acorn seamless for squirrels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just sit in their tree and just be like, bring me bring more me. acorns. <laughs> <laughs> I make sure you, make you bring hot sauce this time. Four billion squirrels out there. If you're the only one serving them, yeah, that's a lot of money. Boom. I don't know what they're going to pay you in. in Poop and piss in your cuteness. mouth. <laughs> cuteness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've always said if I was going to be an animal, I'd probably want to be a squirrel. I was a dog. I was 100% I, dog wanted would be to be cool. a dog. Squirrel would be pretty cool, too, though, man. <clears throat> I don't know. You know, my whole thing with being wild... Mm-hmm. Is it's dangerous, man. You know what I mean? I'd be a Squir- city squirrel. Squirrels are pretty high strung. Yeah. Their heads are always looking around. You know that squirrels can like literally uh, uh, see backwards? Yeah, and they see all over the place. They see all over the place, and they need to. Yeah. Because uh, they don't have a lot of defenses, squirrels. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so... Um, they have to store away enough... To make it through the winter and the spring, mm-hmm. because they have to wait for stuff to grow for them to eat again. Right. It's not just once the snow melts, they're good to go. Yeah. Uh, they have to store a lot. Mm-hmm. Not only because they eat a lot, but because, as you alluded to, squirrels forget where they hide between 50 and 75% of their stash. Did I allude to that? Yeah, in, did... the, uh, in the opening. I alluded to that? Yep. How did I allude to that? The uh, something about burying treasure and then forgetting where it is. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, so squirrels forget where they hide between fifty and seventy-five percent of their stash. Uh, so at first I thought, like you were kind of inching towards, maybe I'll uh, look up prices for acorns 
uh, and I did, and you can get them online as low as 5 to $10 a pound. Initially, you thought of tracking them, taking their acorns, leaving them the ugly and damaged one, mm-hmm. making sure that <clears throat> they'd be somewhere that they could find them. Right. So you're going to an ugly fruit. I'd, I'd give thing. them the you're ugly fruit. swapping out. Yeah, I yeah. get you. You'd buy all the ugly acorns. I wouldn't buy them. I'd just take them. Oh, okay. They'd find them. Right. I'd have a tracker on them, and... I'd go around and collect their acorns that they hid. Oh, I see. Leave them gotcha. the ugly ones and mm-hmm. take the the other ones. Gotcha. And you know, there probably is some money in that. And if you want to do it, I want ten percent of that money. <laughs> uh, you know, that woman in the park. Uh huh. Bernie gets. Yeah. These people will be. Oh, I have acorns that I can eat that were scavenged and found and gathered by actual squirrels there's for a, me. There's an artisanal quality to that. There is an artisanal quality, and there is a subsect out there that will pay premium for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to do that, I'm getting 10%. But we're looking for more money than just that. I definitely think if you saw on a menu mm-hmm. squirrel foraged nuts, yeah, people would be like, oh. That, yeah, that, uh, that would be good, actually, as yeah. a menu item. yeah. Yeah, now that you say that, there there is more money in that than I was first initially mm-hmm. thinking. Yeah. But we're double dipping. That's okay. Because double that's not away. enough money. No. Uh, right? The real fun idea about that is the idea of tracking squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> it is. Um, and I was thinking about the Farmer's Almanac, right, about squirrels gathering their acorns for the winter. And everyone knows that squirrels gather extra acorns when they're and have bushier tails means a bad winter's a coming. Is that an indication of uh, that the, of of potential weather stuff? I did not oh, know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, if if when you see squirrels with particularly bushy tails, that means it's uh, going to be a rough autumn. winter. Yeah, yep. And huh? When, and when they're gathering extra food. Well, I wouldn't know that. I mean, unless I was tracking them. If you them. were tracking them, you yeah, sure would, absolutely. though, right? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, but, you know, farmers and stuff, they know that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they still follow this advice because uh, they see them every day. And I thought about it. And so I, in the past, uh, have had jobs where I work a lot with market data. Uh-huh. Right? So traders need data about companies in order to sell it. Sometimes it's stock price data. Sometimes it's there's things that are shipping data for oils and how where all the cargo ships are. And if there's any problems with the cargo ships, then things are going to take longer to get places and prices go up and things like that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they have in agriculture, they've got weird ones. They have uh, companies that have put meters all in soy fields that are measuring rainfall mm-hmm. and sunlight and things like that and and measuring how high the crops are getting and aggregating that data and digitizing that data mm-hmm. and making it something that without even processing <clears throat> at all, some trader can click a button and it goes into an algorithm, goes into a spreadsheet, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Wow, that was boring. No, that wasn't boring. <laughs> uh, twice, I don't know if you know this. Uh huh. Squirrels have taken out the Nasdaq Stock Exchange by getting in there and gumming up the works. By getting in Connecticut before yeah. they squirrel proofed it and I did like not know getting that. fried on a motherboard uh-huh. or something like that. Uh-huh. I guess probably right. 1987, 1994. Time for the squirrels to pay back because you're going to track these squirrels. Uh huh. 
and you are going to aggregate the data of their bushiness of their tails, <laughs> of the number of acorns that they're that they're squirreling away. Uh-huh. You're going to digitize this data mm-hmm. so that it is seamless, and you're going to sell it to financial institutions for their trading algorithms. So indications of worse winners coming so that they can, you know, oh, buy buy mittens. Buy mittens, sell oranges because a bad winter's is coming, mm-hmm. you know. Buy snow tires. Invest in Firestone. Mm-hmm. Sell flip-flop company, you know. Uh, and 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 just like any other piece of financial data, I'm curious. Yeah. In a in a le- in a more mild winter, do you think you would invest heavier into a flip flop company? Heavy flip flops. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But you know what I mean. You, you yeah, know, I get these it. things can be put and not uh-huh. on its own. It's not necessarily <clears throat> that useful, but put into an algorithm with other factors. Yeah, of course. We it, all it's know used as a weighting element. I think we're all aware at this point. That the biggest commodity to be bought and traded is data. Is data. Yeah. At this point. It sure is. Uh, and so, you know, you're going to be making a pretty penny selling those squirrel scavenged acorns mm-hmm. to the restaurants and to the Bernie Getzes out there. Yep. Uh, but the real money isn't selling the data about even, those air- even acorns. Even squirrels' data isn't safe. It, no, we're going to sell it to the banks. Yeah. You know, and you can really just like you leave some cookies out and you say, we're giving you these cookies. Yeah. And uh, once our cookies are in you, we're going to be able to get your data. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. You'll be feeding them cookies. Big bucks. There you go. Big bucks, guys. Big bucks. Yep. Um, solid idea, Noel. Yep. Uh, so this is what I got. Okay. Um, you ever heard of a town called Longview, Washington? Nope. Nope. Not a lot of people have. But these days they do. Oh. Because I'm going to tell you a little something about Longview, Washington. One day, there was a guy sitting in his office in Longview, Washington, mm-hmm. looking out of his window. And he was sitting on a, a, a up high, and he overlooked a, a small highway, like a four-lane highway. Yep. And uh, uh, he noticed... That he would watch the sword, he wouldn't. He would watch the squirrels running up the utility poles and trying to scamper across the utility lines to get to the other side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is pretty dangerous for them squirrels. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of problems that could happen. I mean, a good stiff wind blows, squirrel's going to fall to his death. Digs into a utility wire a little too deeply, especially mm-hmm. if it's electrical. Zip, zap, zoom. Boom. Dead squirrels and blown up utilities. Mm-hmm. So after a couple of years of watching this and actually seeing several squirrels die, he was like, I can't do that. I can't watch this anymore. Yeah. I'm going to build him a bridge. Nice. And he built an 80-foot long span bridge just for squirrels. Nice. Just the right size for squirrels. And it is called the... Uh, Nutty Narrows Bridge. Um, it spans a busy tree-shaded thoroughfare and is just wide enough for a squirrel. Uh, it's like a cable-type suspension bridge. Uh, and this was back in 1963. Locally became very famous. Everyone loved the bridge. Mm-hmm. And as he watched, the squirrels started using it. As with all animals, they figure something out and they would start using it. 
And uh, now you can actually go. They have a they have a uh, a camera on on the bridge, and you can watch squirrels cross the bridge. Cool. Um, but that wasn't enough. As time went on, people loved it so much, and it started to sort of wear down because at this point, you know, we're talking about in the 80s, mm-hmm. so 20 some odd years later, they repaired the bridge and they said, you know what? Let's build another one. And they built it and it was a huge success. And then they built another one. Now they're building a fourth one. Now, along with all of this came a certain level of local fame and they started to run a festival every year mm-hmm. called the Squirrel Fest that has put Longview, Washington on the map. Okay. They have sponsors. They have concerts. Uh, uh, like I said, you can go online and watch the videos. If you go to the Squirrel Fest website, you can go online and watch uh, a live cam that they have on one of the span bridges, and you mm-hmm. can watch squirrels running back and forth across the span bridges. Um, and they have created for this small little town, uh, uh, you know, f- for August, they bring in something like three or 4,000 people come for Squirrel Fest. Yep. That's pretty good mm-hmm. for this little town. I was like, well, what can I do with that? And I was looking up, <clears throat> you know, sort of like maybe the issue has to do with sort of like animal crossings or something like that. And in mm-hmm. the process of looking that this up, found all this stuff on how major urban areas are getting these mass influxes of wild animals. Yeah. Uh, uh, most famously, there is a uh, cougar that roams the Hollywood Hills. His name is P-22. People see him, He's he, but he avoids people for the most part, hunts at night. But there are photos of this thing, like sort of walking underneath the Hollywood sign, mm-hmm. you know? Um, there were the uh, coyotes in Chicago who uh, raised a litter of five pups inside a secret concrete den in the parking lot of Soldier Field Stadium. Wow. There was... Uh, uh, I don't even know if you remember this. Not long ago, uh, 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 a coyote ended up on a roof yeah. in the meatpacking district, yeah. I think it was. Um, raccoons are all over this city. They're, they're moving in, yeah. Yeah, they're moving in. Um, my mother, in the common area, uh, outdoor common area of her building, there was a wild turkey in there that was seen flopping around the West Village. Yeah. That just appeared out of nowhere. It just got over here. <laughs> uh, deer in Central Park. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just endless feral dogs all over like the Rockaways and places like that. It used to be packs of them. They had to slaughter a lot of them because they were getting dangerous. But wildlife without a doubt is moving into this city. Mm-hmm. Chipmunks, squirrels, birds of all shapes and Feathers. sizes. In fact, I don't know if you saw this on the news today, just today, uh-huh. uh, a Mandarin duck. I did. Yes. Is in Central Park. Yeah. Beautiful. It's cool looking. Yeah. It's an amazing looking thing. Yeah. Um, and I was like, wow. And then I started reading some studies, and they were talking about how much smarter these urban wild animals are than their rural brethren. They've actually done studies where they've taken like a dozen urban raccoons and a dozen rural raccoons and put locked garbage pails in both their various rooms. Yeah. Other urban ones probably just 80% of the time, the urban ones figured out how to get into it. Yeah. (laughs) 100% of the time, the rural ones were like, I don't know what to do here. Um, 
And I thought to myself, but the one thing that they have problems with is crossing roads. Yeah. Most of them are getting killed crossing roads. So this is what you're going to do. Okay. <laughs> you're going to make bridges. You're going to be the guy. You're making bridges. You're going to be putting cameras up there that people are going to pay to see all the different urban wildlife. People go nuts. Oh, yeah. When they see, like, holy shit, a yeah. hawk in New York City. Oh, my God, I've never seen such a thing. An owl in New York City. Yeah. When, this, when, the, when that fucking uh, uh, coyote was on the roof, people lost their shit. Sure. People, like, at the dog run where I take Herschel, everyone was talking about the coyote on the roof. You, you know what you could do, too, in mm-hmm. this thing? Where you, so you're going to film it. You're going to film it. And in the bridge, you can have on each one something different, but, like, a part of it that looks like a Starbucks or something. And film it in there, and you can make like your own like meerkat mansion type thing. Oh, I see what but you're saying. But in like all these settings. Yeah, that's a good idea. But the real money is going to be in the festivals that you hold. Yeah. In every major city. <laughs> They're not going to be these little like, hey, our big act is, as in this year uh-huh. at uh, Longview for the Squirrel Fest, their big act was Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Yeah. No, this is going to be like Lollapalooza level shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to be having massive act, but it's going to be just like, you know, whatever the t- coyote day. Yeah. It's raccoon day. Yeah. It's going to be whatever fest. Every animal's going to have their own fest. You're going to be in every major urban area in the world, yeah. essentially. And you're going to be doing this and you're going to be making bank. Yeah. Gajillions of dollars. Uh-huh. Literally gajillions yeah. of dollars. So there you go. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, if you want to give Josh some money for that and say, listen, bud, good on ya, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com or .org, hit the Get Rich Quick with Josh Knowles show page, and hit the sponsor button. Half that money will go to Josh and I. Half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn, and you get to feel good about yourself if you're like, good idea, but I don't think so. You can t- diss Josh by going to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, hitting the pledge button, pledge a one-time or reoccurring amount of money. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. None of that money goes to Josh. Right? Uh, we showed him. Uh, you get to feel good about yourself because you helped a charitable institution and you get a tax write-off because of it. And uh, Radio Free Brooklyn gets used the money for things like their teen radio program they're starting up right you can go online you can download the apps you can get the newsletter you can do whatever go to the ecuadorian film fest you still got one day left it's on sunday it's in brooklyn look it up (laughs) although anything you look up will be in spanish so espanole no not espanole you know how to say domingo though right sabado domingo Uh uh-huh time it's not like la six thirty. La six thirty. It's French. It's French. <laughs> it, le, it just says la six thirty. It's just the number six colon three zero. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys, get it. That get would it. be in the morning, though. No, in the afternoon. In the evening, you mean? Yeah. So then it would be uh, eighteen thirty. No, they don't do that. Everywhere but the United States, they do that, and maybe Canada. Why don't you take a look at the website right now? Because I have. Yeah, but they're. Catering, You're talking you. out your butt. I'm talking about if you, if I was in Ecuador, yeah, I'm betting you dollars to donuts. They do a 24 hour clock. I bet you not. You're full of shit. <laughs> no, I'm not. You 
I don't know what you're talking you're about. You're bananas. When you go and visit Ecuador, which mm-hmm. I know you're doing at some point in the next six months. Maybe. Depends. Uh, possibly. I imagine in the next year you're going to make your way down to Ecuador. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like you got to do it in the next year. Okay. When you get there, um, before you get eaten... Because they're going to look at you and you're going to be like, look at this giant American hedgehog. He's delicious. Um, No, what is it? Guinea pig. Guinea pig, yeah. Not hedgehogs. Guinea pig. They're going to look at you just like a giant koi. They're going to want to cook you up and eat you. I'm going to try it. Um, I told you, just go to Petland. No, you get I don't a wanna, small one. I want to cook it. You get a single I don't serving even want one. A whole one. I just want to. I just want a, a bite of it. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna get hooked. I might. You're gonna fall in love. I with might. Toy. Going out to Corona. Say, where do I get the guinea pigs? <laughs> where, where's <laughs> the guinea? Where's the underground guinea pig restaurant? Yeah. Pop up guinea pig restaurant. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what I was saying. My uh, point is, when you go down there and you see how they're telling time, yeah, you'll be like, oh, Josh was right. They're on a 24-hour clock. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, guys, Such an uh, <laughs> we obviously need to clear the air here for a minute uh, <laughs> and let this roll over. So while we uh, fight it out, we got something for you guys to listen to. Another probably not way for you to get rich. Just probably another inspiration, I'm going to guess, because it was some uh, guy. <laughs> so, Mr. Josh, take it away. Uh, The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm going to take you back to the truck when I had no money, no clothes, no shoes, and I wrote the quote, it's okay if your pocket's broke, just make sure your mind makes sense. I'm going to take you back to the truck when it was just me with no friends, and I wrote the quote, never spend your present time with a person that you don't have a future with. I'm going to take you back to the truck when I wrote the quote, my mama had screws in her leg like Superman had in his head. Doctor says she'll never walk again. I told that woman, close your eyes. Use your mind. I taught the woman how to glide. I wrote another quote because I was always running around. I was always late for my dream. And then I thought, so I wrote this quote that says, rich people show up on time, wealthy people show up before time, and broke people always show up late. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Billionaire PA. All right, Billionaire PA. Uh, Daniel Ali's out. <laughs> it's all you, all the time. You're the best. I love you. We want you on the show. I'll give you the show. Uh, You're the best. I want to hang out with you. Yeah, that was from his TEDx talk. Lo- billionaire PA, <sighs> TEDx Loyola Marymount. That was Mary his Mary. TEDx that talk? That was part of it, yeah. He's the best. <laughs> Where's he from? Uh, I think California. Uh, no, I think he's from like Alabama, but he l- currently lives in California. Dude, everyone comes to New York every once in a while. Next time you come, we're hooking it up. You're my favorite in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best. That was the best. I'll see what more he's got. That's right. You I don't got- know if he has a. U- I don't know if he really has a YouTube channel or not. <clears throat> I feel like that he's kind. No offense, billionaire PA, but I feel you're kind of like a one trick pony. Like I, 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 I am so down with that trick. No, I hear you, but I just think what I mean by that is I think that's his whole shtick. I get it. You know, going Every back day. to the truck that he was living in and, you know, and then there's another part that I didn't play He's because gonna it was just too much. He's going to have to change that shtick now, though, I because don't know. of the bomber. Because of the bomber? Yeah. 
Why is that? Living in a truck isn't as fashionable as it used to be. (laughs) (laughs) I went back to the truck where I wrote the quote, Donald Trump is blessed by God. Anyway. Billionaire PA, this one goes out to you. Squirrels. Uh, currently, there is a census going on to see how many squirrels live in Central Park. Mm-hmm. I looked up, I tried to look it up, and I was like, all these articles, and I was like, oh, great, and they're all from like two weeks ago, because it's happening now. Okay. Conventional wisdom is two per acre with 840 acres, but experts think the density is far greater in Central it's, Park. I, I couldn't, but let me put it this way. Mm-hmm. I used to have... There used to be squirrels in this courtyard, yeah. which is n- not even, you know, what is it, a tenth of an acre yeah, or something like yeah. that? And there were four squirrels yeah. running around in this courtyard. And there was one fight yeah. that was so crazy, and one squirrel got thrown out of a tree by another squirrel. <laughs> and, like, I think it lived, but after that, we've never seen squirrels here again. Yeah. But, yeah, it was crazy, dude. Yeah. So soon we'll find out for sure how many there are, but... Uh, Right now, uh, it's probably in the, in the thousands, right? Uh, I'm surprised it's that low. Yeah, I got. It. I mean, I, yes, it would be in the thousands, but I feel like tens of thousands. Yeah, but that's just me. The squirrels are forest creatures by nature, and in, as a matter of fact, in 1856, they were so rare here in New York that the police had to break up and disperse a crowd gathered to look at one in a downtown tree because really? it was such a novelty. They were just mobbing and shouting and cheering. I can't even imagine that. I know. You know what I mean? Like, they're like pigeons in New York. Yeah. Uh, By 1883, there were so many that the city placed bounties on them. At the same time, though, others in the city were embracing them Mm -hmm. because they're awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just like any other group who moved to the city, they were often maligned as a blight when they first got here. Mm Mm-hmm. In 1908, Marianne Longfellow publishes The Pensioner in Gray, equating in popular culture to lazy beggars. But they grew on us. Not the first time either they grew on us. Squirrels were the most common pet in colonial times. Ben Franklin wrote a poem about his beloved squirrel that escaped and was killed by the neighbor's dog. That's so sad. I know. I found that when I was looking up about the uh, Farmer's Almanac stuff. Did you cry a little bit? I cried. No, I understand. What do you mean? You, you, did you see something about the squirrel tail being bushy and then looked it up in the Farmer's no, Almanac? I, I, or did you specifically? I knew that, and I knew that was oh, the Farmer's Almanac thing. Okay. So I looked up I gotcha. about it, and I saw this poem from Ben. Because Ben Franklin started Farmer's Almanac. I know. I understand. Okay. All right. I'm just letting you know. Billionaire PA, come on. Uh... People and squirrels have a natural affinity to one another. In the city, squirrels are often the sole connection to actual wildlife that isn't disgusting. Mm-hmm. In 1968, five years after your buddy made his a squirrel bridge, there was what's known as the Great Squirrel Migration. Oh. In the Northeast... <clears throat> The acorn harvests, for some reason, were unusually huge, and squirrels spread out far and wide to try and hide them all from each other. 
<laughs> which is hilarious, I think. Squirrels uh-huh. were witnessed Someone swimming should make the an Connecticut animated River. Movie about that, about the great, uh, the great, uh, whatever it was, the migration. Great squirrel migration. Yeah. yeah. Squirrels were witnessed swimming the Connecticut River, and more and more and more came to the city. Now, you can't think of New York City without thinking <clears throat> of squirrels. No. And people who come here come here with the knowledge of, oh, we want to see your squirrels. It's a, it's a, the squirrels are now a tourist attraction, a part of city mm-hmm. life. Mm hmm. A connection that we have our own. And these squirrels have changed. They're not the old forest squirrels. They're not scared of people. They're city squirrels. They come right up to you and they do some cute tricks and take nuts <clears throat> right out of your hands. If you walk through Washington Square Park, uh huh, you'll see squirrels and wearing pants. And you're walking <laughs> <laughs> you're walking by grassy areas yeah. and you just start whistling. Yeah. They'll come. Squirrels will run up to the edge and look at you expecting food, and they will follow you Yes, as you whistle. Yes, and so we have formed a special bond, which is what made me sad when I read the other day about the future of urban life, which said that very soon towers are going to be bigger and bigger than ever, and... Even farms, there's going to be, we've talked about this before, but it sounds like it's a reality. They're building one in Tokyo, a high rise in the middle of the city farm. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, and you can already see it already. With the, the, the fancier places go up, these aren't people of <clears throat> the neighborhood. No. They are people that live in their building and get into an Uber and mm-hmm. go to another building. Mm-hmm. And we, as a city, are going to lose this vital connection we have, but we don't have to because I looked up about domesticated squirrels. Mm-hmm. And if you get a squirrel before nine weeks old mm-hmm. and keep it in uh, regular human contact, mm-hmm. it becomes tame. Mm-hmm. It becomes nice, likes people, uh, and you can toilet train them. Mm-hmm. So this is what you're going to do. You are going to run a service that has squirrels in these giant towers that we're going to build. Mm-hmm. In the towers. And not in a family's home. In the halls. You're going to give them places where they can hide and escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're going to be the friends of the people. Right. And they're going to greet you as you go out the building. And the, your kids are going to learn about nature from them. And they're not going to poop everywhere. Well, when they're little, they'll poop in their, in their mother's mm-hmm. mouth. Yeah. But after that... Your toilet train them, and you mm-hmm. can you can litter train a squirrel without much effort at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and that's it. Idea. That's it. And then you're going to basically rent them out, almost like a a gardener does for a big office building. You're going to have these contracts with these buildings to provide and maintain their squirrel population. Oh, I see. So the squirrel population isn't an individual like in their home. It's it's, it's the, building. the building. It's in the building. So you can go. Because the building right, will be I these gotcha. people's cities. Right. You'll, the you'll, hallways will be their streets. Right. The the hallways will be those streets. They'll be able to run through the farms. They'll be able to whatever the yep. uh, the the rooftop gardens that every all these buildings are going to have. They yep. can hit the trees up there and yeah. do that sort of yeah no i like it it's a good idea it sort of slides into and everything we've been talking about i don't have a lot of time here to my last idea which is basically the one thing i've seen when you look up a uh, 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 squirrel man the amount of viral videos you see 
about baby squirrel adopted by a human, yeah. and then the squirrel is just ridiculously cute and doing shit yeah. like skiing, water skiing, or riding on motorcycles, yes. or uh, uh, leading a blind dog, <sighs> or you know the squirrel's best friend is a dog and it buries nuts in its fur and then forgets about them, <laughs> and it's all this crazy shit. But there's just tons of in- and there and the thing about them is they're all. A hundred plus thousand views. Oh, I'm sure. All of them. I mean, some of them millions and millions, but you you don't see any that where it's like, oh, that only has five views. No. If there is a fucking squirrel involved, yeah. people watch it. Boom. So this is what you're going to do. Okay. You are just going to be the giant rescue squirrel person. Uh-huh. You are going to rescue baby squirrels and injured squirrels. You are essentially going to domesticate them, and you are just going to pop up a YouTube channel, yep. videotape the shit out of them just doing whatever it is that squirrels do in your home because it's so goddamn cute, yep. and you are going to just become, you're going to become the next PewDiePie. You're yeah. going to become making $20 million a year yeah. posting videos. I'm with you. Okay, I love it. I think it's fantastic. You, you love guys. squirrels, Noel. I do. You really do. I had no idea you oh, love really squirrels Oh, I really do. I really like much. them. Uh, yeah. You know what? If you guys want to send me some squirrel pics, you can go on uh that just sounds Twitter dirty. at Twitter. <laughs> that GRQ, Josh Noel. Uh, you can email them to Noel at his personal email. <laughs> no, you can email them to him at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. You can Facebook them to me at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. Tell us some tales about the squirrels. Sub- tune in Saturday nights at 8 o'clock. Get the schemes five days for anyone else. Get there early. Listen to Art Star Scene. Stick around. We got a new show starting after us uh, today. Which is uh, sitting with Gianluca. Hi, Gianluca. Yeah, hope you, hope you rock it out tonight. Welcome. Oh, is it a music show? Uh, it is. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay, I think, I think half and a half. All right. Uh, so that's it, guys. You got a lot of money. You need to spend it. No, you don't need to spend it. I you mean, need you do. to just, we just don't have judge time to our it. schemes. Yeah. Right? How do you know they're great? Because Josh scours the internet for rules that we judge them by. Josh, tell us some rules. Uh. Number one, eagles fly alone. Eagles fly alone because those squirrels are snaky. That's right. And uh, that eagle got insulted by the squirrel in the tree, in the Nordic tree. That's right. There uh, you go. Excellent. Uh, number two, be selfish. Be selfish. Get your acorn. Hide your acorn. Keep your acorn. And number three, last one, don't uh-huh. read about taking action. Pull the trigger. Boom. <laughs> Poor little go. squirrel. Oh, uh, we're three for three, guys. Yeah. There's, you know, and there's no one really making money off of squirrels like no. we're making money off of squirrels. So you guys should get on that shit. So uh, once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs> Back on again.